0: Yo! What's up? Welcome to the show. Sky Captain and the podcast of tomorrow. Today, Tuesday, July 25th. We're talking all things Comic-Con, weekend box office results, and some extensive reshoots from Justice League. But before all that, you know what to do, baby. (laughs) ¶¶ so it's just raw, baby. I'm giving it to you guys raw. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have time to edit, so you guys are going to hear me saying a lot of um, so, and, but. Apparently, I seem to say that a lot, and I don't know if it's nervousness or just lack of awareness, I don't know, but I'm always editing all that crap out. <laughs> it gets annoying cuz I say it a lot. Oh, and then expect a lot of uh not long, but like 2-3 second awkward pauses because I need to think of what I want to say, <laughs> and apparently it takes about like 3 to 5 seconds. <laughs> so I apologize for all that ahead of time. You know, I'm tight on the schedule today. But here we go. Let's talk Comic-Con, baby. A lot went down and, you know, this podcast is movie news and reviews. So we're going to cover this fairly quickly. I'm sure all of you guys listening already know what trailers were dropped, what news dropped. So I'm just going to go over very quickly some of the things that dropped. So here we go. The Kingsman, Golden Circle, the director, uh, Matthew Vaughn, he released the opening footage of the film. And I'm not sure how much he released, like how many minutes. I'm guessing maybe like five minutes. But if he released like 10, 15, damn it. Damn it, man. That pisses me off. And I'm sure... If they showed the opening footage, that just tells me that the movie is going to start with a bang. Um, But yeah, that happened. And then I know this isn't a movie, but it's worth mentioning The Defenders. They also showed the first episode of the first season of The Defenders. People who went there got to see the very first episode. I've heard nothing but great things about it. Moving on up, baby, on this list that I wrote down... Ant-Man and the Wasp, they announced that they have cast Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, Jane Van Dyne. No, no, not Jane. Janet Van Dyne, I'm sorry, which is Hank Pym's wife, which is, uh, I believe, the old Wasp, because Hank Pym was Ant-Man back in the day. They cast her. That's amazing casting. It never hurts to grab amazing talent to add to your film. So... And then Lawrence Fishburne, heck yeah. Moving up, let's do this. Black Panther, they released a poster, and that poster is awesome. You guys really need to check that out. I'm sure you guys have already seen it. If not, Google it. It is awesome. And then they also released like uh, footage of the film, and this footage for Black Panther received a standing ovation. A freaking standing ovation. That is amazing to hear. That is good news. That tells me that this movie possibly is going to be on the best MCU, on the top five best MCU lists of many, many people. It's going to bump out. Man, think about that, guys. Think about it. It is hard to make a top five or even a top three list of the MCU movies out there. They are all so great now. They're producing quality films. It is amazing. We're living in an amazing time right now. We are being pampered to. We are being spoiled, and yet we like to complain about little things like, oh, we didn't get an end credit scene, you know, but whatever, man. We should rejoice. We should be happy we're getting this. But yeah, Black Panther received a standing ovation. This movie's going to be great. Moving on up the list, Captain Marvel is going to be a period piece. It's going to be set in the 1990s. That is great. That tells me that there's going to be a lot of neon colors, a lot of bright colors, badass uh, wardrobe. Because in the 90s, man, we were dressed fly, son. But yeah, it's going to be set in the 90s. Freaking, what's his face? Uh... The director of SHIELD. Um, no, Nick Fury, Samuel, aka Samuel L. Jackson. He's gonna be in it, and he's gonna have two eyeballs. So this is before he got his eyeball, you know, uh stabbed or whatever happened. They're gonna reveal it there. And the villains for the Captain Marvel movie are gonna be the scrolls. That is freaking awesome. The scrolls is scroll is my favorite. Um fighting character in one of the fighting Marvel games. I forget which one it is. But yeah, I loved using that freaking scroll, man. They're badass to use. And that raised a lot of questions because people were like, "Wait a minute. Fox owns the scrolls. They're part of the Fantastic 4 world, the, that universe. What what the heck?" Apparently, it is kind of like they the scrolls are co-owned. Uh, that's not, that's not the best word to use, but I mean, in order for everyone to understand, it's better to say, yeah, they're co-owned by Fox and by Marvel. I'm pretty damn sure Marvel found some sort of loophole where they were like, no, actually when we made this deal many, many years ago, we didn't give you all of the scrolls. We only gave you, I don't know, maybe like 90% of the scrolls and we have 10 and we're going to use that 10%. So suck it, Fox. Basically, it went down like this. this. This is how I imagine it in my head. All right, hear me out. They release this announcement. Hey, Captain Marvel set in the 90s. Boom, we're using the scrolls as villain. Fox immediately went, Hey, Marvel, a.k.a. Kevin Feige, we need to set up a meeting because you're using our scrolls." you don't own the scrolls. And Kevin Feige, aka Marvel was like, "All right, set up the meeting. Let's meet up and let's talk about this. You're right." So they meet up, Fox immediately doesn't even say anything. All it does it unzips its pants. Boom. Slaps that dick right on the table and says, "Boom. We own the scrolls. Fuck off." And then Kevin Feige, a.k.a. Marvel, goes, oh, really? Is that right? Well, Zip pulls out his big, veiny, thick, triumphant bastard of a dick, slaps it on there and says, we found a loophole. We own 10%. We're using it. So fuck you, Fox. And Fox, big-ass dick, shriveled up into a tiny little shrimp dick. Now, when I say shrimp, I'm talking about that top ramen shrimp, that small. And then Fox just took off. Sorry, we wasted your time. Please don't tell anybody about this. We apologize. Kevin Feige, a.k.a. Marvel, puts his big, veiny, triumphant bastard of a dick inside his pants. Walks off like Conor McGregor when he won that one fight. Just like that. Swinging those arms, laying back. Leaning back, I mean, hell yeah! So, <laughs> so that's 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 how I see it. All right, that's that's how it went down. But, anyways, man, I, I kind of went off a the topic there, but it's all right, guys. So, yeah, Captain Marvel set in the '90s. Scrolls are gonna be the villains. Now, we're gonna talk about a couple more shows that aren't movies that are gonna be on Netflix. Uh, I'm sorry, not Netflix. Uh, Westworld is uh HBO. Westworld released. Season 2 trailer, and this trailer is great. But the only problem with that I had with the trailer, actually, it's not a problem with the trailer. When I saw it, and I saw all these scenes and everything that is going down, it made me realize, oh crap, I need to go back and watch Westworld because I don't understand what's happening. I thought certain people were dead, and they're showing up there. It seems that the robots are killing off humans. I don't know. The man dressed in black is there, all bloodied up. Hell yeah! Anyways, it's going to be a really, really good season. I have no doubt about that. I kind of thought, and it was teased in the final, uh, in the finale of season one, where you know they showed Samurai World. So I thought, okay, they're going a different route. But I guess season two, they're going to stick with Westworld and just uh, go off that. The next show is going to be on Netflix, and I believe. Actually, you know what? This is hands down my favorite trailer that was released at Comic-Con. And I know it might be blasphemy for most of you guys because it's not related to DC. It's not related to Marvel. It's not related to Fox. Stranger Things Season 2, baby. That's right. That trailer dropped. And that trailer was amazing. You guys need to check this out. If you haven't done so, go watch it. And Netflix also, I believe, or I feel that it was flexing, and it was saying, this is how much money we have, that we're going to license Thriller for Michael Jackson. Yes, the king of pop. The famous song Thriller. We license that. We own it for this property. Boom. And man, just adding Thriller to the trailer. Wow, it was just great. And some of the things you saw in the trailer for uh Stranger Things. I guess it's set in the 80s because there was a little sign of Reagan and Bush 84. Very heavy on the uh you know Halloween stuff on uh Ghostbusters. You got to see 11, that was great. Um no no Barb, I guess. <laughs> I guess Barb showed up at the panel at San Diego Comic-Con. 2017, and she was the first one to ask the question. Hey, so is Barb going to be in season two? So that was pretty funny. But yeah, check that out, guys. Moving up on the list, we're getting to the meat. We're getting to the to the meat, baby. We were just everything we've talked about is just that nice, juicy fat around the steak. But we're getting to the meat right now, baby. Ready Player One. That is right. Ready Player One released a trailer. It dropped it. Directed by Steven Spiel- Spielberg, it is based on a book. The book I have not read, but I have heard nothing but great things. Even before they mentioned that they were going to make a movie, I bought this book for a buddy of mine. He hasn't read it. After seeing this trailer, now I want to read this damn book. I'm going to go on Amazon, buy this book before I watch the movie. It's awesome, guys. It's just this kid, Ty Sheridan, he's he's gonna go places. You know, he says he was born in 2025. I don't know how old he is in the, in the movie, maybe 18 or so, maybe a teenager. So it's going to be like, you know, 20, 45 or something like that. It's very heavy on VR. He says he wished he was born in the 1980s. So in this trailer, you got to see like Freddy Krueger, Iron Giant. You got to see the DeLorean back into action. You got to see so many things from the past. This movie's going to be great. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk, before we get to the big ones, let's talk Ready Player. Oh, I'm sorry, I already talked about that. Sorry about that. Ben Affleck, Batman, question mark. Well, actually, better said, Ben Affleck, uh, Batman? There we go. Right before, the day before, you know, the WB panel on Saturday, It was released, man, that Ben Affleck, actually Warner Warner Brothers is trying to find a way to gracefully have Ben Affleck exit the DCEU. And I have no idea why this news dropped the night before, the day before Justice League basically, you know, dropped the, the trailer. Um, I don't know if it was with bad intentions or just to, you know, shit on WB. I have no idea. And it rose a lot of questions. And I think it just, you know, I think it might've ruined the mood for, uh, Ben Affleck. I'm sure his, uh, manager, agent or whoever's like, Hey man, just so you know, some asshole dropped this news and Ben Affleck's like, great. Now I got to address this. I personally think Ben Affleck is going to stick around for at least one more film, and it's crazy because you know Matt Reeves is now the director, and you know he pitched it. You know it is said, reported that he pitched a trilogy to Warner Brothers, and they completely bought it and said, "Yeah, you're on board. Let's do it." So, you know, I don't know, man. Of course, Ben Affleck denied it. You know, he said, what? No. Well, actually, you know what? His statement, if you guys go back and check it out online, his statement was a little vague. It wasn't like, yes, I'm going to stick around or no, I'm not. You know, I'm going to move on. No, it was just like, oh, yeah, I like Matt Reeves. You know, I would be an ape for him. It would be an honor to work with him. But it wasn't like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm still here. So it was a little a little sketchy on that. So I don't know. But I honestly feel he's going to stick around. But it's hard to convince people about that because we don't know what Matt Reeves pitched to WB. Oh, and by the way, if you guys don't know already, Ben Affleck is no longer directing the movie. Duh. And his script got scrapped. So, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, Ben Affleck's next. He's going to leave. But like I said, I think he's going to stick around. But we don't know what Matt Reeves pitched. We don't know if it's a younger Batman. We don't know if it's the older Batman that was introduced to the DCEU. I think that's where uh, Zack Snyder kind of screwed up, you know, bringing in an older Batman who has seen many things. You know, he saw, you know, Robin get, you know, beaten to death by the Joker, which we got to see in Batman v Superman. You know, he was... Alluded to, so you know when they said you know in the beginning, yeah, we're gonna use an older Batman, you know, grittier Batman. And I was like, no, why, why, man, <laughs> why are you doing this? Let's get like a middle-aged, let's get a, a Batman in the 30s, which I'm sure you know all the other Batmans were in their 30s, whatever. But anyways, I'm I'm going off topic here, but I do think Ben Affleck's gonna stick around for one movie one more, one of Matt Reeves movies. And then either he's going to pass on the cowl to Dick Grayson, AKA, you know, the first Robin also Nightwing, or they're just going to, they're not going to completely recast. I think he's going to stick around one more, or maybe he's going to stick around for all three and they're going to do like little uh, flashbacks or not flashbacks, but flash forward to, you know, Batman. The Ben Affleck Batman. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I I honestly do think he's going to stick around. All right. Let's move on. Also, uh, staying in the DCEU, uh, Aquaman, there was also a little bit of uh, footage released. You know, Jason Momoa came out with the Trident. He was rocking out, you know, to metal music, swinging that hair, and he was slamming that Trident to the ground. It was awesome. You know, that I heard the... The footage was, you know, because, I mean, they're still filming. I mean, they're filming in Australia, and this, Jason Momoa is a trooper. He flew from Australia to LA to, I'm sorry, San Diego, and that's like a, what, one of the longest uh, flights in the world or something like that, and I only know this because of uh, the movie Inception, You know, they're like, oh, that's the longest flight, Australia to L.A., blah, blah, blah. But, you know, everybody knows that. This guy flew, and he was having a ball. He wasn't there like, oh, phoning it in and, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. No, man, he was having the greatest time of his life, got back onto that plane, and flew back. He was the only one who left the set. James Wan wasn't even there. Bam. Goes back. Starts filming again. That guy is a trooper. And they also released some news about Flash. The title of the, you know, next Flash movie, which is titled Flashpoint. Now, it's hard to keep it short in this subject because you can talk on and on and on about Flashpoint and the possibilities. So... I don't know when the Batman movies are going to be released, the Matt Reeves Batman movies. If they completely want to, you know, quote unquote gracefully have Ben Affleck exit the movie, you know, the, the DCEU flashpoint is the way to do it. And in order that to happen, they need to have that flash movie out before obviously the Batman movies. So, That's one way to do it. That's their reset button to start everything over. To get rid of the dark, the very darkness of the movies that Zack Snyder uh, introduced. That's their reset button. Or they can just hold on to that reset button and say, Alright, if we really start, you know, fucking up and people aren't liking the movies, boom, we'll reset it. I think they should hold on to that reset button. They should really just put it in their pocket and just acknowledge that they have it and that they it is a very powerful tool that they can use but that was released so that was great all right let's get to the real good stuff Thor Ragnarok a trailer dropped and a poster dropped let's talk about the poster real quick very bright very colorful very Jack Kirby if you don't know who Jack Kirby is he's an amazing artist that style of uh, that color palette was just all him. Google his work. You will love it. Poster was great. That's that's how a movie poster should look like. Now the trailer, oh shit. Damn, son, that trailer was dope, yo. It was off the chain. You got to see Hulk talk. And they they said it there. Well, Hulk can talk, but his speech is that of a two-year-old. And that's freaking funny. And you got to see Hella in action against the Valkyries. Man, it is just an amazing trailer. You guys, go check it out. If you haven't seen it, or if you have, go watch it again, man. It'll pump you up. For sure. All right, let's talk Justice League. Justice League dropped a trailer. Before that trailer dropped, they released a poster, and it was very Alex Ross-esque. Damn, that poster immediately became the background, the wallpaper of my phone. It was just, man, I cannot. It is very hard to describe. It's just visually, it is amazing and very simple. And then it says, you cannot, you can't save the world by yourself or all alone. Something like that. It's all alone. And you know, some of the letters, they took them out and replaced them with the emblems, you know, of the Justice League members. <laughs> it's great. Go check it out. But the trailer, uh, very good job. I loved it. You know, they started off with uh, Wonder Woman, you know, saving some people at a bank. And of course they would and I'm not complaining. They had to. They had to open that trailer with Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman is the highest grossing DCEU film, and it just broke. It is the highest grossing summer movie of this year. So the next, you know, to the end of the year, Wonder Woman set the bar. So these movies that are going to come out, we'll see if it'll beat Wonder Woman, but it is the it's been shattering and breaking records. That movie is great. But yeah, this trailer was amazing. You got to see, you know, damn it. What's the villain's name? I always forget it. Steppenwolf. There we go. Nice. It came to me very quickly. I thought there was going to be an awkward long pause, but no, that's great. Steppenwolf showed up. Actually, he showed up in like Themyscira and it seems like the Amazonians just (laughs) might freaking die. And uh, I think that's how the Justice League finds out. Warman's like, hey, I'm going to go visit my mom. Oh, no, my fucking mom is dead. Who did this? And then Steppenwolf's like, I did, bitch. Boom, flies off or whatever. And then in the trailer, he says, I'm going to wreck this shit. Well, he doesn't say that, but he that's what he meant. I'm going to wreck this planet. There are no protectors. There are no lanterns. So, you know, he kind of mentioned the, the Green Lantern Corps there. That's great. And no Kryptonian. So, you know, I'm going to F you guys up and, you know, it goes on from there. It is great. I cannot wait. You can totally tell which scenes are from when Zack Snyder was directing and Joss, what Joss Whedon has been directing. And it's going to, this is going to be the main topic up until uh, what it comes out in November. Or when they announce this. Who is going to take credit for this movie? When that movie ends, what is it going to say under directed by? Warner Brothers has said, no, it is still Zack Snyder. So Zack Snyder's movie, Josh Whedon is, uh, not Josh, Joss Whedon is here. He's going to stay true to the vision and the tone but check this out, and I was going to talk this, talk about this separately, but I'll just weave it in here. It was released today that Justice League is going through extensive reshoots that is costing an additional $25 million. That is a lot. Normally, okay, studios always go through reshoots. Let's get that out of the way. These reshoots were planned, okay? But it's being reported that there's extensive one, extensive reshoots, and that they need more money. To me, that is great news. That tells me that Joss basically you know, told Warner Brothers, hey, this movie would be so much better, and it'll bring you so much cash, If we were to go this route, all I need is, you know, several million more dollars, a couple more months. I know that the actors are going to, you know, bitch about it, but trust me, this movie's going to be a lot better. And I trust that process. You got to trust the process, man. NBA, just like basketball. You got to trust the process. And then I guess these there's memes going around with Superman with the mustache because, you know, I guess Henry Cavill has like facial hair and they have to digitally remove his mustache um, because I guess I'm assuming that he's doing another film and in that film he needs a mustache, but he's coming back for this and they're going to digitally remove the mustache. You guys got to check those memes out. That's funny. But the news here is extensive reshoots, $25 million. that is great good news, guys. Trust me. Trust me on this. That is great news. Now, if that news broke and Joss Whedon was not attached to it or Jeff Johns, and it was just WB and Zack Snyder saying no, then I would be worried. I would be totally worried. I'd be like, oh man, no, 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 no." but since these guys are now attached, I completely trust the process. Now, what else dropped? Oh, ho ho can't believe I almost forgot about this, guys. Motherfucking Avengers Infinity War. That's right. They dropped the trailer. The one that they showed at D23, they showed it there. And not to brag, but, you know, I called it that they were going to show it and that they were not going to release it to the rest of us. The people who stayed home, the normal people, <laughs> those who couldn't afford to go. It's all right. But I called it. I knew it. And this is how I knew it. There were several versions uh, leaked. I guess some people actually recorded. And uh, I didn't want to check them out. But, I mean, it's Avengers Infinity War. And I checked one out. The quality was better than most of them. You can tell that trailer is not done. They are still in post-production. They're still working on that CGI. I mean, Iron Man looked fake as hell. Spider-Man 2 also. um, It wasn't finished. And I'm okay with that. That's how I knew. I was like, you know what? And plus, that's, that's what they did last year too with the Thor Ragnarok stuff. They released some footage, some trailers, and they didn't release it to us. They're like, nope, you're not going to see it. So that's how I called it. And I think that's what they're going to, I think that's a little trend they're going to start where it's just like, nope, we're only going to show it to the people who give us money. (laughs) Those of you who want to watch it for free, yeah, you you poor bastards need to wait. (laughs) But yeah, but it it has been reported. There's rumors going around that it's going to drop later in the week or in two weeks. And that's great. I'd rather them finish up that trailer, you know, work on that CGI and, you know, improve it that way, you know, it's an amazing trailer for us. But yeah, I mean, you know, the, the cast showed up, it was great. Uh, the trailer was amazing. You know, uh, a little quick, real quick, Josh Brolin is freaking jacked and that haircut he's rocking, dude, he is totally, totally getting ready. Or maybe they're already starting. Actually, they probably are, man. He's Cable. Don't forget, guys. He is Cable. He's going to be in Deadpool 2 playing as Cable. And Josh Brolin is jacked. Man, did you guys see that one picture with those biceps? Damn, man. Those mountains. And that haircut. Whew. This guy. Awesome. But I bring him up because he's playing Thanos or Thanos, however you want to say it. I say Thanos. When he spoke in the trailer, I totally just pictured Josh Brolin in my head. So I was kind of hoping that they would kind of alter the voice, make it a little bit deeper, more menacing, more, you know, evil, I guess. Hopefully they do that, but that's a little nitpicking for me. But yeah, that trailer was amazing. Now, let's talk about this because everything is a competition for us humans. Who won it? DC or Marvel? Let me know what you guys think on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. You, know, you guys know the handles. It's at scatpot, S-C-A-T-P-O-T. Let me know. Now, here's what I think. Overall, obviously, Marvel has more properties, more films already out, more experience. They released so much stuff. Now, DC dropped something that we're all looking forward to, which is Justice League. More so than, you know, Thor Ragnarok, ant and the Wasp. We're, come on, let's get real. We're all really waiting for this Justice League movie. It's just amazing. So I think, who won? I think nobody won, to be honest. Uh, I think everybody, it, 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 it's hard to compare. Because, like I said, Marvel is so experienced, they have more movies out, and then DC is you know, playing the catch-up game. So I think they both won. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a lame answer, but, you know, let's get real. They both, Marvel put on a very good presentation. DC just dropped the one trailer that we were all waiting for. So it was a tie game, this one. Last year, DC totally won, but this one was a tie, and I'm okay with that. Okay, so that's, you know, I know there's probably some things that I'm missing that I did not mention, but overall, those were the really big topics, really big things that were mentioned and dropped over at San Diego Comic-Con 2017. You guys should really make an effort uh, to go. It is a very cool experience, which I have been told I have not gone. Hopefully next year, I will be able to go. Although I've heard, you know, that it's very crowded, that People get sick. It's very smelly and people crop dust, you know, they'll fart and just walk away. And, um, you know, the cosplaying is amazing. And real quick, I'm going to go on a little mini rant here. Let's let me time it. I'm going to go like on a two minute rant. Okay. I saw on Twitter, a lot of the cosplayers that, you know, I follow, um, some of the people that are, you know, popular on the internet. I won't call them internet famous but they're popular on the internet, you know, people who work for, you know, gaming companies or just news sites, a lot were complaining, you know, some were giving out advice would be like, hey, you know, there's a fine line between like giving advice and and making time and and harassment or some, some shit like that. I saw a lot of people complaining where it's like, oh, I know I'm cosplaying, but don't be a creep about it. Don't creep up on me. And it's just like dude, lady, you're cosplaying. You're going to have people come up to you. And if you're internet, if you're popular in the internet, you're going to get people coming up to you. Now, don't don't start name-calling and saying creep. Don't call people creeps. This is what a creep is. A creep is a damn tweaker. It's this really skinny guy who's like, guy or girl, scratching his arm, scratching his face, hair all fucked up, smelly as hell, coming up to you and just saying, "Uh, uh, uh, let me get a picture or whatever. That's a creep. A fan coming up to you in just complete shock because they obviously follow you on the internet. You are a role model. They look up to you. They don't know how to react. And if they're, you know, bubbling words and don't know what to say and just come up to you and just put your arm around you without saying, hey, let me take a picture, trust me, trust me, they are starstruck. Don't call them creeps. They're called fans. They are the people that are making you popular on the internet. They are people who are giving you, they're basically paying you. Because of all the views, all the uh, visits on the sites, all the likes, all that shit. So, cosplayers and people from news sites, gaming sites, take it easy. I understand there are some people who are aggressive, and you know they are complete, like trying to come onto you, flirty and all that. I understand that, and it, it it's okay. But don't don't put other people on blast like that on Twitter. And it, if you don't want people coming up to you, then don't don't freaking cosplay. Don't don't do it. And if you don't like you know people coming up to you and asking for advice, don't fucking go, or or don't or don't be popular on the internet. Just stop doing it. People are going to. If I were I I look up to, I don't know if you guys know this guy. But he's 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 pretty pretty well known. He works for Collider. I look up to, I actually, I look up to everybody at Collider and they're not paying me to say this or none of that shit, but I really look up to them. They motivated me to start this podcast. I have always been a big movie buff ever since I was a kid. Um, but I look up to all of them. If I see them, I I am going to ask for advice. And if they want to blow me off and just say, uh, you know what, man, I'm here to enjoy myself or Hey, figure it out. Nobody gave me cool, but if they're going to be dicks about it, I will call them out, you know, (laughs) but what I'm saying is make time for your fans. Make time for your fans. You don't want people coming up to you asking for pictures or uh, don't cosplay. Don't do it. All right. That's a damn went over two minutes. Fuck. That was pretty deep. Oh, well, all right, let's move on guys. That was the Comic-Con news. Now, let's talk briefly about the weekend box office results, all right? So this is what happened. Coming in at number one, no surprise here, Dunkirk, which made $50.5 million. Coming in at number two, Girls Trip made $30.37 30. 30. million. Number three, Spider-Man Homecoming, which made $22.01 Number four, War for the Planet of the Apes made 20.4 million. And rounding off, number five, Valerian, which made 17.02 million. That was the top five for the weekend box office result. Dunkirk, like I said, no surprise. Maybe I was expecting it to make a lot more because, you know, it's Christopher Nolan. This guy, people go-to movies because of his name because he puts out quality films, very good films. I know interstellar was a bit kind of divisive with people. I understand that. I get it. So it only, only making 50.5 million is it's not an alarm guys because all of his films have legs. All of them do. I, uh, what was it? Uh, inception or, oh man, interstellar. I don't know. One of those two made less than this, but then ended up making all of its money back. Because I guess the budget for this was like $150 million. Trust me, he's going to get his, his money back. These are the domestic numbers. Let me just remind you guys. These are domestic here in the U.S. So globally, he probably already made his money back. I don't know. But trust me, this movie is going to have legs. And the reason why is because of Girl's Trip. Girl's Trip was, I knew it was going to do good but the number 2 spot it beat out you know Spider-Man and War for the Planet of the Apes I heard it I heard it's pretty funny and it made like I said 30.37 million dollars that is great and it was like on a what was the budget 19 million so damn you know it definitely made its money back and more on top of that so going back to Dunkirk the people who watched Girls Trip, you know, this past weekend, guess what? They're gonna go see this coming weekend. Dunkirk. So Dunkirk is gonna make that thirty million back next weekend. And uh, Girls Trip, I believe it's gonna look very similar. I think Dunkirk's gonna go next week, number one. Girls Trip will stay number two, and then Spider Man, you know, May twenty-two. I'm glad it's it's. uh I believe it's like what the third week or so. It's on there. Now, let's talk about War for the Planet of the Apes, which took a 61% drop-off from the first week. That is huge, okay? Well, not huge, huge, but it is a bit of concern. And it is something that I totally saw. If you guys heard the past podcast, I think episode three or four, I'm not sure which one. I said it there, or in, in the spoiler review, I don't remember which one. This movie... I saw it not making a lot of money in the second week. It is very well written. It is very well directed. It is a beloved franchise. But to the uh, normal, to the movie going audience, people, the normal people, trust me, they did not like this movie. (laughs) They were expecting a full out, full on war, and they did not get that. I have not spoken to some of the movie going audience. I've just spoken to colleagues who also you know who appreciate the movie and see the greatness in the movie, but it did not go well with the audience. It went well with the critics and everyone else because we can see the awesome writing and the awesome directing the the cinematography was great but yeah man it took a it took a, a pretty big dip and then valerian who. I'm surprised it made the top 5. It made 17 million, guys, on a reported 150 to a 200 million budget. Yeah. It's not going to reach close to getting its money back at all. 17 on a 200 almost 200 million budget on its opening we- uh weekend. It made like 10% or less of the budget. That movie is also divisive. It's 50-50. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Give it a shot. It's an okay film. It's uh, a lot of sci-fi in it. So give it a shot. (laughs) But this damn movie is not going to make its money back. And that sucks. All right, so that's it. You know, at the end, I was going to talk about the extensive reshoots for, you know, Justice League and, you know, the 25 million added, you know, money for the extensive reshoots. But, you know, I sprinkled that in with the uh, Comic Con news. So thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm not sure how. This is going to sound, like I said, I don't have time to edit. I'm just going to record it, upload it, boom, let's go. All right, follow us on the socials. We have an Instagram page and a Twitter page at scatpot, S-C-A-T-P-O-T. Also, subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Uh, You know, we also have a SoundCloud. A lot of people have been telling me to upload stuff uh, the podcast on Stitcher and other places, you know, where y- you can listen to this. So I need to figure all that out. I'm not sure how it works. I'm not, you know, computer or tech savvy. So give me time. But yeah, you know, subscribe on the iTunes, on SoundCloud. Hit us up. Show us some love on Twitter. Suggestions, questions, anything you guys have. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Sky Captain. Out.